Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Eric Siska. Steven Sadak. And we hate movies. Hello, everyone. Welcome to We Hate Movies on the Sideshow Network. Thank you for tuning in, as always. This week, we're talking about a really great movie. It's 1989's Teen Witch, directed by Dorian Walker. And uh, this is this is a so bad it's good. It's a so bad it's great. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched this and I was like, is this the worst thing I've ever seen in my life? No, it is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it's an outrage. It's just such a weird artifact like a perfect artifact like more so than even like you'll talk about like oh you know those saved by the bells really show you what it's like in the 89 and the 90 what we thought was cool at the turn of the 90s right this is it not that because the other thing is saved by the bell was going for laughs yes. in like the worst way possible sure i I believe in my heart of hearts that they didn't think this movie was that funny. <laughs> like they thought it was like like a, a solid like teen angst like coming of age sure via witchcraft movie. This is our say anything. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's a little funny, but you know, it's really about heartache. Yeah, yearning. Well, that's the thing, right? Because it's like it's the teen comedy, like high school comedy. It's a musical. And then in one crucial scene, it's a it's a really steamy sex show. What the fuck with that scene? I don't know. I mean, oh, we'll talk about it. Stay tuned for 45 minutes from now. So Teen Witch is not unlike Teen Wolf, right? It, it was intended as a sequel, like a girl sequel to Teen Wolf. Yes. And then at the last second, they switched it to a witch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Like, and, so it was going to be a she-wolf? It was going to be a she-wolf, possibly of the SS, but that's not confirmed. <laughs> that but, was no, no. That was that was her her uh, grand grandmother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly right. No, yeah, it was going to be like a girl Teen Wolf, and uh -huh. then they changed it, and that's why if you look like all the poster art and all that shit, it's just it's the Teen Wolf font. 
It's yeah. basically the same tagline. Like, it's the whole thing. And then they were like, no, girls should be witches, not wolves, I guess. <laughs> which, I mean, I am glad. I mean, because this does sort of follow the Teen Wolf, teen wolf formula, which is you learn in your pubes pubescent stage that you have supernatural such and such right uh it, it makes you cool it, it makes you cool you cool goes to your head you learn a little lesson and the most important thing is to be yourself and that's i don't know why you used sort of in that <laughs> i mean it's teen wolf with a witch it well, is well, there's no basketball right yeah it's thank just, god she's not playing basketball you focus a little more on the popularity contest you do because for girls that's girl basketball <laughs> Well, not according to the movie. Yeah. You know, not according to me. I mean, it's all about, like, you know, asking me to the dance and falling in love forever and all of that shit. There is a play involved, but that thing is just, who knows what's going on there? There's a lot of dropped plot lines in mm. this movie. I mean, the main plot line drops off to usher in the credits. Like, <laughs> like this movie completely turns off and you're like, wait. That's it. It's like a, it's like sketch comedy as a movie. <laughs> it's like oh, we're doing this scene now. Now, no, now we're there and on to the next scene. It's yeah, it's all over the place. So, so the 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 main character here, what is her name? Robin Lively. She's uh, Karate Louis Kid Three. Yes, uh, also in Dream a Little Dream. Uh, Louise Miller. Yes, so and, and she's like a Molly Ringwald type. Right? Oh yeah. Well, that's what my wife said. She was like, "How many times do you think this chick walked into an audition?" office yeah and saw molly ringwald sitting there and was like fuck me god <laughs> damn it and just yeah. left or like i bet you know who else uh she probably had some beef with is uh that chick that played pippi longstocking oh tammy aaron yeah, yeah i bet they had a fucking feud well tammy aaron always came in third in that regard like it was just like yeah oh, you're not god. getting called back tammy aaron that's fine <laughs> I, the world was fine with tammy aaron not getting called back i don't know so the beginning of this movie is kind of like the Paula Abdul video, <laughs> the dancing with a cat video. Because we're on a rooftop, you you don't know, you know nothing about anything. There's no, just, there's no like. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I could have used a like um, a scroll. Turn a, a scroll would be nice. <laughs> Uh, a turn of the century kind of Salem witch trials thing. Ooh. Yes, because a prequel the, we, part. Yeah, we are dealing with like these witches' past lives. Yeah. When the old lady from Poltergeist shows her a witch yearbook or whatever's <laughs> going on in that scene, but you're totally right. The prequel. It's like the two of them, they're best friends, yeah. and she's like, "Ah, oh, no, we gotta get burned at the stake." <laughs> and they they like go they, up together, and they have to wait. They have to pause to pose for a yearbook photo. <laughs> And then they get lit up, and she's like, I'll see you again soon, child. Quick, put your essence into this amulet. <laughs> Man, there is a magic amulet in this movie, and it's really cheap looking. Um, so, But instead of any of that, it's just her dancing on a rooftop. Is it the same guy, or is it like some dancer? It's the same guy. It's the dude who plays the villain in Son-in-Law. Okay, fake Tom Cruise, as I like to call him. Yes, most definitely <laughs> fake Tom Cruise. He probably did some stunt work from Tom Cruise back in the day. Um, but yeah, and it's it's the two of them, accompanied by their chaperone, the saxophone, because this is a sexy saxophone mm -hmm. going on, man. And they're just dancing, and then this song. Oh, man, the toots start coming. <laughs> the music in this movie is shit. It's great. It's I great shit. It's a delicious turd, this soundtrack. I, 
you you're looking for you know we're almost there at Christmas time. Give me a give me a copy of the Teen Witch on vinyl. You think it's out there? It's got someone's got it. I mean, I got tough turf on vinyl. You think we're almost at Christmas time? (laughs) We're starting to think about shopping for Christmas. No, we're not. (laughs) What are you, my elderly aunt? (laughs) Oh, better buy Andrew that amulet with my essence in it. Well, I know he likes getting stuff from when I'm on vacation. I'll just get him something from when I'm on vacation. (laughs) She would buy you a creepy TV. (laughs) So it's a very long, drawn out dance sequence. Oh, it's about as drawn out as it gets. And you just, it's useless. It's, It's about as useless as a cartoon opening, I think, right? Oh, yeah. At least the car, like, like, think back to the cartoon opening of Loverboy. Mm-hmm. It sort of tells a tale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is just two people drinking. Yeah. It's, or dancing. <laughs> I looked at you opening a beer and said the word drinking. <laughs> it's two people dancing. And you're like, all right, I presume that's the Teen Witch because yeah. I saw the preview. That's why I'm here, presumably. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, God bless whoever got suckered into seeing this blind. But, you know. And then this whole, they're about to smooch. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, fucking get it tammy aaron ripoff like let's do it and then she wakes up to i think one of the creepiest actors of the 1980s and it's not the poltergeist lady (laughs) wake up child (laughs) no it's it's the kid who was like the little boy vampire in near dark and he's in river's edge that fucking creep show oh Oh, man he's a disaster and he's he's it's he's her younger brother he's in her room while she's sleeping eating cake under her bed yeah Mm -hmm. folks at home that's happened to you all the time right (laughs) he's wake up your weird younger siblings consuming cake under your bed. And he's like feral. <laughs> he is. He is I, and that's the weird thing about this kid, though, dude, is every role he had, it's the same skittish, like, <laughs> like he's just this yeah. far away from being a wildling. Like, it's, <laughs> yes. it's really weird. He's like, I can't eat cake in my room. A mom will kill me. So it's like, you're going to eat cake under your sister's bed? Well, because he can eat the cake and jerk off at the same time. Yeah, well, that's, that's part of the fetish, clearly. He's saving time, dude, because he also then has to get ready for school. You know, it's a school day, Steve. Well, that's like he's also reading his sister's sexy diary. Because, oh, my God. And uh, he's like, he's like, oh, my God. And you want to go out with Daryl. And like taunting his older sister with his own tongue. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you want to get smooched, right? You you just want to oh, be in the yeah. big dance and get smooched. And it's like, ah, and he's like, got cake all over his face. It is repugnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Repugnant scene the first. So, you know, whatever. Like, she's uh, she's a bit of a social outcast. Sure. Not quite a loser, yeah. uh, you know, but she's, she's just, just... She's gone by unnoticed, you know? She's, sure. she's, she's exactly. in the middle ground. Quick question about that kid and why he's eating cake under the bed. You think we got some monster's ball going on in this house or what? Because, like, there's a lot of, like, him sneaking food. chocolate ice cream? Well, now I'm getting the, the shit kicked out of him for eating candy bars. <laughs> oh, okay. Dude, I, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, I was like... 
Steve thinks Halle Berry's getting fucked in this house somewhere? What? <laughs> Maybe in the attic. No. Puff Daddy's getting the electric chair? What? <laughs> How about that movie, was it Little Monsters with, yeah. with Howie Mandel? Oh, yeah, and Fred yeah. Savage? That might be going on under that bed, I think. That kid's a little monster. He could have played the little monster. Yeah. Sorry, Howie Mandel. We fucking found one. He's going through to the netherworld with all the monsters. <laughs> oh, you're totally right. He actually lost out to Steven Dorff for the gate. By the way, really? really? Yeah, he he was gonna play the gate. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the movie with uh, your favorite surprise dead dog. Oh sequence. man, that movie is great with a capital G. <laughs> I tried watching it one time and I fell asleep. It's got a little sleepy vibe in the beginning, but it gets there. Oh, I was just really messed up and passed out on the couch. It wasn't like <laughs> legitimate sleep. It was forced sleep. So, <laughs> whatever. She's going, you know, her friend picks her up. They're both social outcasts. We kind of learn that she skipped a grade, so she's really smart. And that's part of why she's a social outcast. Right. right which, yeah. you know, that always happened. We cut to school. And this is the first of many rap sequences. And I mean many, and there's a lot. It's like a New Kids <laughs> on the Block era rap. It's, again, repugnant. It is an affront to the genre of hip hop. Like, really? I think it's the best thing it's ever accomplished. Really? These three Italian guys <laughs> fucking hip hop rapping in their, oh, in their man, Oshkosh dude. Bagosh overalls. I was into it, man. They're backwards painter hats, these fucking oh. dickheads. Yeah, it's like a BK Knights commercial. <laughs> <laughs> it is awful. And it's basically, they're rapping about the going to school blues. <laughs> Eat shit, honestly. Oh, I had the blues when I was going to school. <laughs> Found it very relatable. It's just the cheesiest, most terrible thing. And you're right. Is this is the, the my question though? Is this a musical? Because people yeah. people do break out into song. Yes, but she never does. No, which is well, weird. Once they adapted to Broadway, oh, okay. Which, yeah. by the way, they should do. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, they and, made uh, no, no, no. They made a Teen Witch musical. Are you serious? Yeah, Holy it didn't. It didn't play on Broadway, but yeah, I was I was reading up on the movie on Wikipedia, and I guess because this movie is so amazingly terrible that it's you know it's garnered a cult following. Sure, and so like ten years after the movie was made, they were like, oh, people. Totally ironically love this movie. Let's make a campy music. And so the same people that wrote all this terrible music. Uh-huh. There's your problem. <laughs> oh, I got it right there. Rehired the songwriters. Yeah. They, no, there's a musical about it. Wow. Yep. Can we get into this terrible teacher, this fucking weirdo? Mr. Weaver? Yes. Played by uh, Shelly Berman, who's um, Larry David's dad on Curb. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. In this In this movie, he's... He's only 80 years old at this point. I mean, he he it takes a while to see through it, but it's definitely Shelley Berman. He appears taller. Yeah. Like he's not a shrunken old man. And I think is he doing an, an English accent in this movie a little bit? He's doing it something. I think it's just, you know, that snob-ish air. I've got to kind of have right. a little bit of an you know, yeah. you you accentuate Yeah, things. yeah. Sort of like what I do. <laughs> yeah, the exact same thing. So he's, uh, yeah. he's doing some, like, you know, we're talking about John Dunn and so on and so forth. Like, and nobody knows who that is. And then, like, Louise is like, actually, you know, he's a 
He's a poet. Oh, know? and you know, the thing that really steamed my clams about this scene is I, I, I was reminded of how much I hated when teachers would do this. Yeah. Like if someone walked in late yeah. and oh, then yeah. the, the teacher stops the class to chastise the student and pulls a lot of like, you're, you were just wasting all of our time. It's like, no, motherfucker, you're wasting everybody's time. Yeah. You're the one who's stopping. Just let me sneak in. I'm not stopping you from talking. Well, then you're not going to learn not to sneak in. <laughs> And then I think what is one of the greatest examples of humiliation in this movie, not the greatest, because this chick gets humiliated a lot, like Carrie. But but so they're like, all right, Pat, he's like, pass your papers up to the front and whatnot. And they put it up to the front. And her a page from her diary has got stuck to her paper. Is and, this is like cake residue? Yeah, yeah, it's because of the cake frosting. Cake okay. and other things are sticking <laughs> this thing oh. to, to paper. Yeah, I hear you. Icing. Yeah. <laughs> and Shelley Berman, as Mr. Weaver, the creepy English teacher, reads this shit aloud. And it's like, oh my God. I felt his lips against mine. And he's reading yeah. it like very Other, sexually. Brad's kisses on my body. <laughs> and then he's just like, oh, Louise, really? <laughs> but this is, this is a teacher like, okay, you want to humiliate someone a little bit. Maybe you read the first sentence or yes. something. And then when you see that there's another person who's in the class, his name is I in know. it. You you cease and desist. But this is like sexually charged shit too, because it's like, yep. and I felt his body up against mine, and it's oh, like, yeah. dude, at that point when you you gotta like scan ahead. Whenever you're reading something yeah. aloud, you scan ahead a little bit. Yep, because you never know. Like one second she's talking about Brad's kisses, the next second she's blowing him. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and and then you're the teacher who didn't read ahead. And now you're getting fired. Well, don't worry. It's impossible for this guy to get fired, as we'll see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So she's humiliated. She runs out. Which, I mean, do you get detention when you run out of class for being humiliated? Or does the teacher just call that a wash? I think they call it a wash. Yeah, you'd almost have to, right? It's like, I got that kid good. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got got off with that one. (laughs) Well, (laughs) had enough for now, right? You know? So speaking of musical numbers, so cut to gym class. And they're all changing into the same purple unitard, which I think it's like they're taking a swimming lesson, maybe. So they're supposed to be like school bathing suits or something. Sure. So she's changing into a bathing suit. And then this girl comes in. And then everybody throws her maxi pads at her. Yeah. Oh, that's exactly right, dude. She starts having her period and she doesn't know what's happening to her. And she's crying because she thinks she's dying. Yes. Yes. I wish that happened because then she could use her witch powers and kill all these kids. But instead, blood magic. This girl comes in and she's just like. Hey, Brenda, I have a new cheer. Let's check it out together. <laughs> but then a musical number just happens yep. with the shittiest choreographed dancing. It's just it, it's called I Like Boys, which is just like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I way think... to extol heterosexual values, lady. Newsflash, most girls like boys. <laughs> I think, um... You know, it's Teen Wolf was about, you know, he wants to get a nice lady. What are oh, we doing a lady version? Oh, my God. What are they like? Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> boys. <laughs> but, and this is, I feel like, you know, we'll go back to why Teen Wolf has points over this movie in almost every category. Oh, sure. 
Teen Wolf is using actual rock and roll standards. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. he's singing and dancing, but they are actual songs. Not this I like boys horse shit. And these girls are like dancing around like really stupid, like dancing with towels and hiding behind things. It's like a bad Beach Boys video. <laughs> well, it is just a music video. Like the opening is a music video. Yeah. We got a little bit of uh, high school blues. That's like a little interlude. But this because is another move. Because they are like the Greek chorus. <laughs> Those three morons that are rapping throughout this movie are wow. the Greek chorus. This is, probably, this is probably the best compliment you could give this movie. <laughs> oh my God. I heard a podcast where they were talking about our film, Gerald. Someone finally got the Greek chorus <laughs> reference. Do you just imagine that they're all living in the same apartment, sleeping in a tri tiered bed mm -hmm. like Huey, Dewey, and Louie? Oh, absolutely. They all have like. There's like a blue shirt, a red shirt, and a green shirt, and they all have matching caps. <laughs> so she starts stalking this guy. Yep. Basically. So after she's humiliated, this dude, like, first names are used. Like, yeah. that teacher name names. It's Brad. Brad so, is his name, obviously. Again, it's the 1980s. And right. Good-looking kid. He's, he's, and he's the captain of the football team. That's obviously. true. Yeah, yeah. That extended into the 90s as well. Every good-looking athletic <laughs> kid was named Brad. So Brad is aware that this chick's, like, you know, got a crush on him or whatever. Cut to football practice. She's like slinking into the stadium, spying on him. And it's amazing because he's like, you know what? I'm done throwing passes for the day. I'm going to take my shirt off and start doing push-ups and sit-ups in the middle of the football field. And she's just like looking and looking and looking and looking. And he like looks over like, oh, there's that girl that's now stalking me. And she... The shot is so hilarious. She just slinks back into the shadows. Well, he never gets it. Like, so many times in this movie, he, like, tries to be friends with her. It's like, dude, this is a girl that is writing fan fiction about you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Sexy fan fiction. I couldn't believe that. I thought I thought he was just, like, waiting for the perfect time to strike. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, I'll come, I'll come to your house and we'll, you'll help me with your English paper. Oh, your parents won't be home? Oh, well, don't worry about that. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm not going to to try anything yeah so i feel like this whole first act is really her just being humiliated because then we go from that to there's they're now at play rehearsal and she's auditioning for the school play and he's like playing a king or some shit it's like a bullshit who cares play like i don't even know what it's called it's called uh the play from teen witch that someone just made up while they were writing the movie and so like she has to audition with brad and they do this scene everybody's kind of like talking shit from the from the crowd you know yeah and so then out comes uh, uh what's her face mrs krabappel marsha wallace and you know she's like the the drama teacher and she's reading off she's reading off all the starring roles and it's like this person's doing this this person's this brad got the lead role Guinevere got the lead, uh, you know, female role. And, uh, oh, oh, where's our little teen witch? Oh, yeah, your costume mistress. Assistant costume mistress. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, she got bumped oh, all the way down, man. That's a real, that's all the way down the stairs. But what I love is, like, she's just, like, Marsha Wallace is reading off, like, all the acting parts, yes. right? She's not at any point, like, you know, stagehand, prop department is this guy, yeah. Lenny, you're the curtain puller, you know? It's just everybody, and then Louise, assistant costume mistress. <laughs> Eat shit, Louise. We knew that you auditioned for that lead role that you wanted, but just to show you how hard you didn't get it, 
we're calling out your backup supporting role back in the fucking closet. But that's weird. You got to go up to somebody afterwards and be like, hey, you didn't get the part. Hey, you want to do costumes? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's not what they signed on for. She wants to act. Let her act. <laughs> she wants to act, and the actress playing her also wants to act. So that's <laughs> something they had in common. Well, and the, the world both was out to stifle them. <laughs> so to put a nice button on how awesome her day has been at school, uh, she's almost killed by Brad running her over with his car. Well, because he's like getting hot and heavy with Brenda or whomever in the car. Right? Oh, it's got to be Brad and Brenda. Yeah. And you know, I was like, oh, man, is she going to try something? Like, is is it that kind of a movie? Because I don't know yet. I saw that opening dance number. Anything is possible, technically. Would try what? Like a spell on these two? Or? No, no. Brenda, oh, Brenda would try something on Brad. Oh, I think Brenda's been trying something on Brad for a while. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. they're young. They're, they, they, don't, they know what to do. They, they, trust me, everybody knows what to do in this movie, as we'll see. Oh, absolutely. That's the thing. It's not once in this movie is anyone like, boy, I can't wait to lose my virginity at the school dance. No, yeah, this is a, everyone's on their third lap. <laughs> So she's like riding a bike. Everyone got the bad one out, and they fi- <laughs> they're they're in the process of figuring it out, right? Yeah, I think they're close to settling down, starting a family. <laughs> um. So yeah, he just runs her off the road. She's on her bike, and he like swerves, and she like r- literally runs off the road, and he's like, "Oh, I'm g- I'm so sorry." And like Brenda's like, "Come on, Brad, let's go." And he's like, "I gotta see if I killed this girl." <laughs> but Brad, I said we'd be trying things. <laughs> Yeah, this is almost an I know what you did last summer, actually. It could have it could have actually, yeah. If, and you, she's, if if that car was just an inch closer. And she's wearing a slicker throughout this whole opening act, so maybe she can be the hook hand. Oh, that would be great. The maybe uh, the witch hand. Maybe she makes a, a hook with magic. That would be great, right? If like she was thought to be dead mm-hmm. for like a whole year, and then it's like you flash forward like the next fall or yeah. whatever, and it's like, oh my god, th- we're going to Louise's memorial, everybody. Uh uh uh, Louise <laughs> is coming to yeah. Louise's yeah. memorial, and she's got witch powers. It's 1989. Of course, that could have happened. <laughs> you bought a ticket to Teen Witch. You're like, oh my god, that girl's dead, and now she's gonna haunt everybody. Awesome, because it it it, it follows the trope, right? It's the 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 day from heck, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That yeah. culminates with you getting murdered by your high school lover, you know. That's how it always works, dude. I've been there. Isn't that the plot of The Wraith? Oh, with, uh, what's his face? Charlie Sheen. Is that the plot of that movie? Well, he gets killed, right? And he comes back as, like, a car driver. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know. It's been a while. So she's like, he's like, he's he goes, uh. He says, did, you, did I kill you? Are you okay? She's like, no, don't worry about it. I got it. You know, and she runs off. She says some weird suicide joke. It's just like, oh, you just botched a suicide attempt. And everyone's like, ew. Brenda's like, that's not funny. Let's go. <laughs> I feel bad for that girl. So she runs through the woods and winds up at the house from the thriller video, <laughs> which it totally is. Wait, really? Actually, this um, um, where, Madam, where, Madam Serena's? Yeah, Madam Serena's house. I thought house. that was little Don Draper's whorehouse. <laughs> It totally looked like uh, looks like Dick Whitman's oh. little. Oh man, that's house. it. If you if you have enough money in and you live in the Las Vegas area, open a little little Don Draper's whorehouse. <laughs> yeah, man. Everyone's like sleeping with all sorts of kids, and Hershey bars <laughs> yeah. are there for sale. Now with less cholera, <laughs> whatever other antiquated 
um, <laughs> diseases. Discounts for Korean War veterans. Mm-hmm. So she runs up to this house and it's like, you know, a psychic sign and whatnot. And she's like, I just got to use the phone. And in comes just the creepiest little actress. Zelda Rubenstein. She is so great in everything. <laughs> well, she's doing the same thing. It's just, yeah, instead of like a like a psychic who deals with ghosts, yes. this is now a psychic who deals with teen witches. <laughs> right. And oh, she's you got like, a little bit of teen witch in you, baby. Oh, I noticed that smell from the second you were getting in the door. I know you're a witch like me. Well, no, she tries to <laughs> scam her, right? She's like... How much money? She's like, I just need to use your phone. She's like, yeah, but you want to read me first there, sweet child. Sit down. How much money you got on you? And I'm like, oh, man, run. Phone don't work unless you get a reading first. That's just the way it works, child. And so she's like, I don't know, like 38 cents. Six bucks. Oh, six bucks is all she has? Yeah, she's like, I got six bucks. That'll do. Guess I'm just going to be eating chicken feet for the rest of the week. (laughs) With Uh, six bucks. Oh, she loves that. (laughs) Yeah, she's got no problem with chicken foot stew. Old gypsy recipe, child. (laughs) A lot of of long nights on the road. You got to eat all sorts of chicken feet stew. Here in little Don Draper's whole house. (laughs) A lot of whore ghosts in here. Oh, the spirits of all the whores that are coming gone through this house, child. Well, okay, now Poltergeist, she her she can like she like deals with spirits. Yeah. This is a ghost and a witch on the same even footing here. Yeah, she's, she's kind of like, a ghost because she's like she knows about her past lives. I don't know if she's immortal or if she's been she's, reincarnated. I think it's reincarnation. Okay. But, yes. Um, yeah. Because she says something about like I've been sixteen four times already. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, you sure have. <laughs> that's a that's a funny way to say you're fifty six years old. <laughs> Every sixteen years, I'm a new sixteen year old girl. Oh, child, my quinceanera is coming up again. <laughs> Seems like only yesterday. Oh, wait, is that 15? Yeah, it is. My sweet 16. (laughs) Oh, man, there's a great sweet uh, sweet 16 moment coming up soon enough. (laughs) So, but she's like, oh, wait, I think you got the gift, girl. Oh, you're not. She goes, you're not a mark. You're one of us. A mark, by the way. Oh, absolutely. But also she's like, she's like, what's your name again, child? And she's like, Louise Miller. <laughs> In the best thing ever, this lady just goes, Miller? Well, you couldn't be say. I'm like, it's one of the most common names in America. What are you pulling from that reveal? Maybe this whole thing was a long con. It really could be, right? Yeah, at the end of the movie, she's like, you fell for a child. <laughs> she's like, wait. You were actually casting spells? <laughs> oh, Lord. That wasn't me, child. Oh, that's <laughs> great, girl. Oh, you, you're too popular for your own good, huh? Maybe it's time you paid me $160,000. <laughs> and then I'll reverse all the spells you want. <laughs> so she explains, like, listen... We used to hang out in like 1600 Salem. She pulls out the witch yearbook. Yeah. There's yeah. the two of them all done up, you yeah. know. 
and she's just like, yeah, you know, we were we were friends or whatever. So on your sixteenth birthday, much like a Teen Wolf <laughs> child, you might be experiencing all sorts of powers. And she's like, yeah, okay, whatever, lady, you know. And then it's like the next scene. She's starting to have like witch dreams and whatnot. And then so it's her it's her sixteenth birthday party. Nobody's there. Even although she has this friend who just doesn't is really one of the drop plot lines is this friend that she has. Anyways, the sixteenth birthday. Uh, nobody's there. It's just her family. Her dad is Dick Sargent, who is he's the second Darren on Bewitched. That's right. Yeah. So get it. Does everybody fucking get it? Oh wait. Are we getting it? Oh, my. Darren from Bewitched wait, wait. is oh the dad in Teen Witch. That's well, that's brilliant casting. Your mind's blown, everybody. I remember that show when I was 16 times <laughs> two. I once visited Elizabeth Montgomery on the Paramount lot, tried to ask her if she was a real witch like me. Turned out they don't just let nobody on lots for TV shows. I got arrested on my 16th birthday by Paramount Security. Man, Elizabeth Montgomery, by the way, gone too fucking soon. Yeah, she was great. She was. Um, so this is my favorite line in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, no. Is So it's like her, her 16th birthday. Nobody's there. And like. Her parents, her mom is like dresses her in dowdy clothes for some reason. She's like, hey, here, I got you this great outfit. It's like a, a really big sweater. She's like, oh, that's not what the girls wear. And then like her parents are like, oh, well, where are all your friends? And the brother who's got like has been like licking Ugh. cake off his fingers. Oh, yeah. He's been fingering her birthday cake. And he goes, no, it's coming to your 316 party, Louise. Deal with it. And he's just got like cake all over his fingers, and it's like overly sexually aggressive. It's disgusting. Hey, Louise, guess what? I think we're just gonna have to sit here and eat all your birthday cake by ourselves. <laughs> You're hey. my sister. Hey, oh, Louise. God. Hey, Louise, why don't you go sleep on your bed? I'll, I'll finish this cake underneath it. <laughs> I'll go to your bed. And he's finish a, this cake. He's like perpetually dirty. He's always yeah. got like muck on his face. It's, I've never wished for a character to be assassinated in a movie. <laughs> and I know that this isn't a movie where people get assassinated, but I was still pulling for it. It's like somebody two in the head with this kid. Oh no, is your little brother giving you a problem? I can get <laughs> I can get the cartels to take care of him, child. <laughs> I'm going to call up John Wick for you, child. <laughs> we'll have your little brother exterminated in no time. John Wick's a warlock. <laughs> That's why he's able to kill so many. So, oh, also at some point, uh, 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 Marshall Wallace has given her this pendant that she finds. Yeah. Just with, I guess because that thing, that's the source of all the witchcraft. Yes. Is her wearing this thing. Um, so she, she takes that and then she realizes that like, she starts saying stuff like, I wish he would look at me. I wish yeah. he would come over here and it's happening. Like, you know, it's her 16th birthday yeah. or she, you know, she is 16 now or whatever. So it's all happening. Like Brad comes over and is like, you know, can we study or, you know, whatever, all, yeah. all that shit. Um, and eventually she gets asked to this dance by, Brenda, I guess. Yeah. So she, Brenda's like, will you come with me and Brad and my cousin, whoever, to the dance? You know what? Here's the thing. When you're not in the popular circle and the popular girls descend on you, mm -hmm. it's a setup. 
It's totally right. a setup. They're, they're just literally going to throw maxi pads at you. It's like, come yeah. to this undisclosed location. Dude. We're going to throw maxi pads at you. And it's like a reflex because, like, that was happening in the scene. My wife was walking through the room. She was like, girls are fucking terrible. <laughs> I was like, what? And she's like, they're fucking with her. Yeah, I was of course. Like, oh, no, really? Oh, Teen Witch. No, no popular girl asks the girl in the outskirts to be doing anything except being humiliated <laughs> off of school grounds. So she's like all excited about this dance. She's again just she's wearing like four bath mats as a sweater. Like yeah. I don't know what she's wearing. <laughs> it's like Amish pornography. Like she's so <laughs> Well, you know what? It was working for me. <laughs> she got 17 layers on. So the doorbell rings and she answers it with all these sweaters on. And uh Steve, you said that this guy looks like JJ Abrams. He looks exactly like JJ Abrams. And like He's a pretty good-looking dude. I mean, the thing is, if, if it was now, the the hunk in this movie would be number two to this dude because he's like the right. dude, right? He's a handsome, yeah. he's a handsome hipster-looking guy. Exactly. That, when the door opened, I was like, "What? <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I don't get, get it, it girl." But, yeah. No, he's a he's a dirty geek, right? Well, but that's, he's got glasses. What's amazing though is that goes against type two because they go to the dance. And they get in there, and he's just like, hey, want to smoke some weed? And I was like, wait, a nerd smoking weed? Is he played by a Muppet? (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Oh, my God, that would be great if she accidentally turned him into a puppet. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be terrifying. Well, it's also terrifying because they're like, all right, we're going to go to Janie's house now because Janie's having a party. You go with Nerdlinger in in my car and Brad's going to go in my car and whatever. Yeah. And we'll meet you there. And so this nerd, this nerd's trying to pull some shit. Dude, he's trying to get roadhead. It's disgusting. (laughs) I was like, you leave that to Brad and Brenda. Trying would be a little more subtle. Yeah, he's trying to rape somebody. Yeah, he's grabbing her and pushing her down. It's insane. While he's driving and yelling, and he's acting like a complete crazy person. Well, I guess he did marijuana, and that's what happened. Oh, dude. Oh, you know what? Yep. Reefer Madness. I knew it. He got the Reefer Madness. You can see it a mile away, that Reefer Madness. Fucking idiot. You're going out for the night. You don't do the Reefer. You do PCP. Like everybody else, dude. You drink nine beers and get behind the wheel. Right. Like a fucking American. And then you take a hit of the the crack rock. But as long as it's not weed, so she's like, "Oh, I wish, I wish not, I, not I wish you would stop trying to rape me, which would be a nice wish." But she's like, "I wish you would disappear," and like he disappears, except for his glasses. Yeah, that's nice weird. Touch. Yeah, you know what? If it was like he disappeared entirely, I'd be like, "Whatever." But the glasses left behind signifies to me that that kid's dead. <laughs> I don't know what she did to <laughs> him. He's dead, definitely. He doesn't but, come back. He never comes back to the movie. Like It's awesome. Some of the biggest special effects in this movie is, all right, we're running the camera. All right, turn off the camera. Get out of the shot. <laughs> Get out of the shot. Roll the camera again. No, <laughs> yeah. no, trust me. It's going to be great. Roll yeah, the camera oh, again. You know it. Absolutely. So she's trying to like get behind the wheel and not get into a car accident because she wishes this guy off this plane of existence at 60 miles an hour. She wished him to the cornfields, man. That's it. <laughs> He's gone. He's not coming back. And so she goes back to, to, to Madame Serena and is like, what in the ever-loving fuck? Oh, you're an omnipotent witch. Didn't I tell you that, girl? You could do anything. Oh, child, did you just kill your first boy? <laughs> There's an amazing detail where she's 
She's like, oh, we can do all sorts of spells. You know, we can even make our own money. And I was like, which bucks? <laughs> and she does this spell where she makes like a stack of $20 bills. Right. And I was like, that's awesome. U.S. dollar bills. And she goes... Wanna try hundreds? <laughs> it's weird though because she's still trying to scam this chick out of six bucks five minutes ago. Yeah, what? what what's? What's? Why have a business storefront at yes. all if you can just counterfeit money so easily? <laughs> oh no, you can't do. You can't spend too much of this at once, or else the feds will get wise. Because we can't. Witch magic can't work with serial numbers. I've been. I've been burned before, girl. Dude, if I met a witch who can counterfeit money like this, uh, and I'm yep. 16 years old, sure. yep. man, I'm gonna. It's gonna be crazy. I'm gonna have all the money in the world. Also, I might have to kill a witch. <laughs> but I'm gonna make her keep her quiet. Yeah. Also, though, I'm sticking around to learn about that hundreds. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the hundreds oh. uh, curse. You know. Mm-hmm. So she gives her like a little starter book, and she's like. Just go read these spells, child. Preferably while sitting on an eerie carousel in the dark. Cut to a creepy thing. Can we just... I, bef- what spurs is because she turns the little brother into a dog. And it's my other favorite line about this oh, kid. Oh, right. He's like making this disgusting pizza. It's like... Victor Garber fucking had brain damage because it's just like <laughs> we're worse than that. It's the, here's here's the thing, and here's where like movie gross food really yeah. bothers me. Yeah, because this little turd is making this pizza. Yeah, and what is sitting right there? But of course, a bowl of large marshmallows. Yeah. No, 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 not oh, ever. Kids don't even know how to cook. They're just putting anything on pizza. Like, look, if I'm going to make an out of control pizza at <laughs> yep. the age of 14, yep. it's just a lot of cured meats going to be on there. Sure. A whole lot of cheese. Yep. Yep. Getting a lot of spicy tomato sauce. I'm not putting fucking candy on there. And you know what else you're not doing? Putting tomato sauce on the walls. Yeah, it's what like going on with it's this all kid? over the place. And he's like, I'm making dinner. But just, also, that's the other thing. That dumb voice I just did is because this kid doesn't talk in the same voice or accent in 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 a in the same scene. Like no. what? He's doing all these voices. Oh, I just want him assassinated. And she's like, Oh my mom's gonna monsters ball the shit out of you when you get home, fat kid. <laughs> And it's just like, I don't care. And he's like, oh, you think you're hot stuff because you went to a dance. You're a dog, Louise. A dog. A dog. And it's like this really weird thing. Why is he yelling like a Jewish grandmother? He is, though, in that scene. I know. It's insane. But she had already like done I'm rubber, you're glue, whatever you say, blah, blah, blah. And so when he says a dog, <laughs> a dog, he turns into a dog. And let me tell you, this is an adorable dog. Oh, it's a great dog. This dog, you should have left him as a dog. Oh, I would have loved to have left him as a dog. Except it's a talking dog. Oh, Um, yeah. And so it's like just this idiot doing some some voiceover work, and it's like high-pitched. I'll tell you what, though. So much easier to get rid of a dead dog than a... (laughs) But a dead person. That's a good point. I know from experience. <laughs> so uh, I buried a dog before. Oh, I see. So she dumps him into this bizarrely well-drawn bath in their house for no reason. Yeah, well, because that kid was about to take some pizza in the tub and oh, fucking finish it off. <laughs> That's okay, yeah. So, so he falls in the tub and he becomes a little boy again. If you uh, can call that a little boy. This kid but, is disgusting. And when she ran out of the uh, uh, Madame Serena's place, right. Uh, old madam there spilled a little water on her counterfeit bills that then washed off. Yes. So the, I, the, the now 
the world that's being established here is that water negates all witchcraft. Well, because, yeah, she says, like, when you're starting out, your spells aren't as powerful, so they'll either wear off with time or, yeah, like, right. water will mess it up. So, instead, you see, you burn a witch at the stake. She right. comes back in a future via amulet, but if you drown them, maybe that's the ticket. Yeah, well, that was, you know, they did drown witches. Uh, not enough, apparently. Well, because the whole thing was, like, we're going to stick you in this pond, and yeah. if you drown, well, turns out you weren't a witch. And you go right to heaven. Everyone's having a great time in heaven. Well, then, yeah, because so that's, that's the are. thing, Steve, because then the Lord starts taking care of you. Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, jeez. I, <laughs> I just got out of my father's house. <laughs> now I got to deal with this, this authority figure. So, you know, she's practicing some spells. It's like a little, a little rain, a little wind. Yeah. This carousel just turns on out of nowhere. It's creepy as hell. Well, it is. And it's also one of the many scenes in this movie because a lot of this is like music video, right? And it's like we're not really rolling rolling sound because we know the music's going to happen. So a lot of it is like a lot of actors not knowing what to do in scenes and having like dead smiles. And she's like, okay, I guess I'm impressed with myself. What's amazing, though, is this scene, like there's no song. No one's singing anything. There's, I mean, there's music, but she's just eerily... On this carousel. It's like that Twilight Zone where that guy, like, I forget the name of it, but he goes back to his hometown. He's like, oh, my hometown's not too far from here. And he goes, and he somehow, like, walks back in time. Yeah. yeah. And that carousel's there and everything. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. An eerie carousel. I don't need it. Speaking of eerie. So she's like, okay, I could do, I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm a teen witch. What can I do? I can get Brad to fall in love with me. And Brad's already come up to her and been like, hey, look. Help me with my English test. And she's like, oh, fuck. I thought we were going to go out. You know, one of, the, one of those deals. She's like, I'll turn it around on this guy and witch rape him, right? You know, that's, that's her move. So yep. she goes up to Madame Serena. She's like, how do I get a guy to fall in love with me? And she's like, oh, girl, it's so easy. Just take this little potion box. And when you come back, you can make me all sorts of hundreds. And he's, I, what? I, I'm in deep to the mafia, girl. <laughs> oh, we Lord. need to sit. We got to sit here and make. We got to cover the spread the packets let me down this week. Oh my god, I just got an idea for a great scene involving that. Madam Serena brings her suitcase of money to the mafia. Uh-huh. And the Don's there like, "All right, so you know, we'll take a look at it." And he licks his thumb, uh-huh. start thumbing through it. Oh no. And it starts coming off. Oh yeah. Oh my god, what's she going to do to get out of this one? <laughs> Nothing. They shoot her in the witch head. <laughs> she gets some fucking concrete shoes. Oh no, not the bath. Not the bath. No big boy, not the bath. Man, that's the best Paul Sorvino death you'll ever see. Oh, absolutely. Um so she's like how do I make him fall in love with me? Hey, here's this potion. She's like, oh, you could do all sorts of things, like turn a toad into a prince. Oh, my God, dude. She turns this toad into a dude hunk. And it's like, best get out of here now, Louise. It's Madame Serena's off hours. <laughs> and this fucking dude, it's like a hunk just standing there. And she's just like, oh, oh, speak to me, hunk. You bet you got all sorts of sexy things to say to me. I got a gross question. Sure. Now, is it just water that wears these things off? Or if this frog prince gets too moist, is he going to turn back into a frog mid? It was... The water thing is only because she's inexperienced. Yes. It's like, oh, if you're really? a master yes. witch. Yeah. Oh, all right. All yeah, right. no. So, yeah. 
that that frog prince is good to get wet and wild with Madame Serena. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy for her. The stupid joke, like the button on the end of the scene, though, is she's like, "Speak to me, darling. Say something sexy." And this dude opens his mouth, and of course, it's just a ribbit. She still goes for it. Oh, abs- <laughs> oh, without a doubt, dude. Yeah, she, she spent an hour on that shit. <laughs> I had I've been find- sitting around working on this spell all afternoon. I had to find a frog. <laughs> I had to find the right kind of frog. A frog Ooh. I'd want to fuck in the first place. Think about that frog, man. Like, it's just got its dumb frog brain. <laughs> doesn't even doesn't even know what a mammal's penis is. Yeah, that's unfair, <laughs> isn't it? It also, like... From what this dude is doing, like acting wise, which is just standing there breathing out of his mouth, like, sure. I think it might just still be a frog brain. Yeah, it, it is. is. Yeah, no, she's sexually terrorizing animals. <laughs> <laughs> careful, careful, child, keep the door closed. I don't want to go to jail for bestiality. <laughs> this yeah. cat is not so progressive these days. You ever see the movie Zoo, child? <laughs> Great documentary. <laughs> so she's like, I own it on digital video disc. <laughs> I witched myself to the future and got a DVD player. That right. brave soul just has sex with a horse. Oh, he's dead. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Mr. Hands is dead. So she, he's like, all you got to do is sprinkle a little something on your bed seat. Let him sit down on that and he'll fall right in love with you. I think she says, by the way, you can make him your love slave. Oh, she says love slave way too many times, which is once. And the thing about it is, Louise, as the innocent 16-year-old girl, is like, oh, geez, Madam Serena, I don't know. Do you think he could fall in love with me? I don't know about love, child, (laughs) but I do know about love slavery. And you're just like... Not the same thing. <laughs> yes. Not the same she thing. She wants to like, hold hands, have somebody go to the dance. With, oh, no, he'll be your sexual submissive. It's like, no, no, no. Yep. Oh, <laughs> he will live and breathe your every command, child. You could get him to agree to live in your basement if you wanted. <laughs> I got a whole mess. I got a whole mess of frog people living in my basement. <laughs> Man, you know, that's a good body to get rid of. <laughs> oh, yeah. Frog oh, yeah. bodies. You could just step on it, dude. Do you mm-hmm. think she's making real dudes into frogs, too, maybe? Oh, yeah. People would turn her down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's drunk with power. Oh, she's, yeah, she's, <laughs> she's lost. Yeah, she's dude, lost it. I kind of want the Madame Serena movie. Like, oh, Like, all please. the creepy shit she's of doing. Of course, yeah. While this innocent teen romance romp is happening. You think she's going to be played by Jared Harris in that movie, too? <laughs> Yes. Um so she she like gets herself all dolled up. Her friend her this dude's coming over to to, to study. She puts like, you know, uh like uh nice shades on her on her lamp, like red sheets on her lamp mm-hmm. to make it like a it's a sex room. Oh, this yeah. guy it's just... looking like little Don Draper's whorehouse. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got the red handkerchief all over the lampshade child. <laughs> so he comes in, it's the best light in the world. He's like, huh. A little dim in here. He probably can't study, which means no sex is going to happen ever. Yeah, totally. If this football player walks in complaining about not being able to study, dude, it's nothing. Nothing's going. Nothing's doing. And the next thing he says is, "Where are all the chairs?" Well, that's <laughs> what that's what Dick, Dick Sargent says. That 
Well, no, they both say it. He says oh. it first. <laughs> Literally, it's just it's a running gag. He's like, we're all the church. Like, no, no, it's fine. Just sit on my bed because when he sits on her bed, yeah, she'll he'll, he'll become her love slave. Well, also, for a bedroom, what is the appropriate amount of chairs? <laughs> <laughs> How many chairs are okay, you supposed maybe, to have? Maybe, you know, maybe one. Maybe I, okay. zero. Yeah, maybe zero. Maybe, you know what? I don't have chairs exactly. in my bedroom. It's like, oh, I don't know. We're not rich like you, Brad. <laughs> and her father comes in to do like the, I'm going to leave the door open. He's like, hey, where are all the chairs? And it's she like, goes, I moved them because I was exercising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, this is not going well for Louise. And at this point, you know, uh, Brad like pulls off one of the lampshades. He's like, oh, fuck it. She opens the closet, and there's like 12 chairs in there. It's a patio set in that closet. <laughs> it's unbelievable. How did she fit this many chairs? How could anyone move in this room with that many chairs? <laughs> I don't get it. What do you need all that furniture for? Apparently, you know, just off camera was a dining room table. <laughs> She's 16 and has one friend. You know, if I do walk into a bedroom and there's a dining room table there and no chairs, I might ask, where are the chairs? Where are all the chairs? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a fair question. And he's right. Where are all the chairs? Oh, no, all, all the chairs them. are in the closet. <laughs> where are all of the chairs? <laughs> oh, honey, I seem to remember the last time I was in your bedroom. There was a whole lot more chairs in here. Yes, it Dick Sergeant. kind of felt like all of the chairs were here. <laughs> hey, where are all the chairs? No, I mean downstairs, too. Because we got no chairs down there. <laughs> I think we got robbed. Louise, it's, you're living in the chair room now. Because we hate you as a child. Oh, you're going to live in the chair room, Louise. Ah, la, 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 my sister. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're coming through. I forgot a chair down in the basement. <laughs> Sorry, Louise, I got a bunch of cake all over my face. I'm an 11-year-old boy. La, 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 la. Oh, I don't need any chairs because I'm just going to be eating under your bed. Ella, ella, ella. So she can't bring herself to go through with this spell. Yeah, because she's got some morals. You Not know. like that Madam Serena, that dirty old lady. <laughs> Man, she's got a... I mean, she's got a whole skeletorous nest of frog people underneath... Her, her house, listen, right? Listen, listen. There's a lot of places I don't want to go. Sure. I definitely don't want to go down to Madame Serena's basement. No. It's a frog holocaust down there. <laughs> Just wall to wall. Dead, scorned frog lovers. <laughs> These are all of my boyfriends who refused to behave. Oh, God. They're all nailed to the wall. <laughs> Oh, where do you think the high school gets the dissecting frogs from? <laughs> I make a little money on the side because I'm a weird proprietor. <laughs> right. I fucked every frog you ever dissected. You ever been to a fancy French restaurant? I probably fucked that frog. Gross, child. It's so gross. Isn't it weird I'm still not as gross as that brother character? See you later, movie. <laughs> And it's totally true. I mean, so the next movement of this, she, Marsha Wallace wins the lottery for no reason. Because well, this is, I feel, is like some of the deleted parts of this movie because sadly this drama teacher is like her second closest friend. <laughs> and she's right. like, Louise, it's so weird. I won the lottery and I didn't even buy a ticket. Oh, here we go. I'm marrying this Italian count. And, and you know the best part about it, Louise? Even though you're a 16-year-old student at this high school, now you're running the drama department. <laughs> Bye! Well, yeah, what, what is that del that deleted segment? Like, 
like Louise was like, I'm going to use my witchcraft for good to do something good for Miss Teacher. Yeah, I yeah. think it's like, oh, you know, she's so lonely or something like that. You know, I want to get her a Woodrow kind of a thing. Right, right. <laughs> Just do that spell for yourself. Oh, it's Count Legondo. Yeah, for your mother. Like, your poor fucking mother hasn't won the lottery yet. Your poor mother's also married to Dick Sargent, by the way, yeah. so, you know. Well, I'm doing fine. I can afford all the chairs. <laughs> I'm providing for this family. Hey, Louise, here's a dolly full of chairs. <laughs> oh, also, this is after what is the greatest humiliation of our of our hero, Louise, because she's back in class, and it's after... Oh, it's after. Oh, shit. Yeah, right? Your this skin, is when this guy loses his job. Your skin's crawling already. Mm-hmm. So... So they have the bad, like, study date. She doesn't, you know, put the spell on him and whatnot. But they're, like, kind of friendly now. Yeah. So they're just talking in class. And he's, it's the worst possible situation for someone who has, like, a crush on someone else. Is you're listening to your crush just complain about how terrible their, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend is. Because he's just like, oh, geez, Louise, you know, I don't know. I really love Brenda, but sometimes she is just a pain right in the neck. She wants to go to this dance and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, you know, just eating up his every word because they're talking and then because they're talking well because he's talking to no, her know. you know but she also they there's also a mention like oh you know you're too good for brenda you know like she's yeah, trying, she's to, she's trying, trying to, to plant play those it. seeds yeah, yeah, yeah you're totally seed. right land the groundwork and then like her purse falls on the floor and here comes mr weaver oh, fuck. creepy old shelly berman and he's like what is this well, he's like, oh, talking in my study hall. This is for studying, not talking. Oh, and what do we have here? And dude, he, the purse falls on the floor. All this shit falls out. And he's like, oh, what is this I see here, Louise? Birth control? Look, everyone. Louise thinks she needs birth control. Isn't it hilarious? She thinks she needs it. And then Louise is just like, it also sometimes helps with skin conditions. <laughs> Louise thinks she needs birth control. He runs down to the principal's office. <laughs> Attention, everyone! Louise thinks she needs birth control. How is that not a fireable offense? Oh like, my god! Of course it would be. It's the eighties, man, and that stuff was borderline illegal. <laughs> That's right. That was Bush that, one, dude. Yeah, you'd go all the way up to the White House with that one. You bump it up. <laughs> I, I don't Bumping know. it all the way up. Yeah. I don't know, Bar. <laughs> These girls. Think about know. it, Bar. I heard that, that that girl that was supposedly on birth control turned out she was also a teen witch, Bar. <laughs> don't know about that. Would love to outlaw that, Bar, but then you get all the religious freedom people on your case. I tried to outlaw that AZT because I think all those people are teen wolves. I don't know, Bar. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, you know what, you old fuck? How about this? I'm going to make a voodoo doll out of you. Yep, exactly. And usually I'd be like, oh, man, that's fucked up. Like, when she was almost about to rape that dude, I was like, dude, she's going off the deep end. But after a 65-year-old man humiliates you about your birth control, you're allowed birth to Birth control! <laughs> you're allowed to make a fucking voodoo doll. But it's not how, like, a voodoo doll works, though. No. You know what I mean? Like, oh, oh please, please tell me how a voodoo doll works. <laughs> well, I'm just I've been saying, trying to make one. With, like, pins and shit, you're like, all right, you know, headache, heart attack. Oh, yeah, dude, I thought it was going to be nonstop dick pain for this guy. <laughs> I thought it was going to be needle in the crotch, needle in the crotch. Oh, man, he's like Tom Hanks in the Green Mile. He can't get a good, <laughs> can't get a break. <laughs> yeah. 
but no so she like gets this little doll and dresses him up like mr weaver and then so he's in class pontificating about who knows what also side note like voodoo witchcraft same thing no not yeah at all. i don't know you're crossing the streams so of louise you're getting into a dangerous area and uh yeah so she starts like taking off this doll's clothes so then shelly berman's taking off his clothes while also still trying to do this lecture. Right, because like, he still has like his own free will in his, I guess, but it's being overpowered by that desire to start taking your clothes <laughs> off. And he's like, oh, is it getting hot in here or what? And he's about to pull his shit out, right? Because he's, ta- he's, he's actually doing a oh. speech about Hamlet and he's like, his his main uh you know his main uh confliction is about his manhood. He starts grabbing his dick. It's so weird, and he's about to drop trow when like the principal walks in or whatever and is like, um, let's talk in the hallway. But what's weird is instead of like, you're fired, yep, 100%. It's like, oh, well, he must be having a mental breakdown, you know? And, it, and then like, there's a weird thing where like, she goes home and the stupid brother gets the doll and throws it down the He's stairs. Disgusting ice cream cone. Like everything in this kid's hands. It looked like fine ice cream before. It looks disgusting. Oh, yeah. No, this kid could be holding like, a jar of like ninety dollars a can caviar, and I'd be like, "Look at that fucking disgusting slop that this child is eating." He could have like a beautiful, gorgeous steak. I'd be like, "That's that's filthy," <laughs> in the hands of this little monster. <laughs> so yeah, um, he kicks it. So this guy falls down the stairs, and the mother comes and she's like, "Oh no, Louise's doll. She worked so hard on it. This is my only line in the movie. Better wash it." <laughs> So she throws it in the washing machine, and for some reason that spurs this guy to go to a fucking car wash. What cartoon am I watching? You're watching, like, a bit from Weekend at Bernie's, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. so stupid. And so Shelly Berman has to, like, humiliate himself walking through this car wash he for this movie. He pretty happy about it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I think he tips the guy at the end, too. He tries to, like, pay for the car wash or whatever, and the guy's like, uh, don't worry, man, this one's free or, or something. And he's like, okay, just have a tip then. La, 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 I'm out of the movie. The next thing she tries, there's no real real antagonist in this movie. The only one that's close is Brenda and her, like, little clique of friends. And at this right. scene, uh, again, we're about to get ready for swim class, and, uh, and uh, Louise casts a spell where they all turn on each other. And it's one thing, like... Brenda's got, like, bleach blonde hair, and like, Brenda, your hair looks so stupid. And then the other one's like, yeah, and you're fat. And the other one's like, well, yeah, your mother's an alcoholic. Your mom's a joke. And I'm right. like, whoa, whoa. What it We're is a little deep here. The spell is that they can't lie to each other. Oh, right? okay. So it's like they're all just telling each other what they really think about them. But it's amazing because, yeah, it's like, you're too fat. You can't sing. Your roots are showing. But then it's like, your mom's an alcoholic. <laughs> Which it's like, what, what would that lie be? It's like, Oh, don't worry, Brenda. Your mom is definitely not an alcoholic. She does not have a drinking problem at all. Oh, no. My mom's usually had three drinks by the time I come home from school. Right, everybody? <laughs> yeah, it's totally fine. Yeah, it's just another, It's just another. like, yeah, we just, we're, we're how, how else can she cast a fun spell? And th- at this point, she's like, okay, I want to be the most popular girl in school. That's it. I, I, I'm, I'm ready to take the big time. And she goes to... Again, Madam Serena is like, oh, you want to be popular? I got just the spell for you, sweet cheeks. And this is something that I didn't quite understand because she was like, you know, these spells, it, it takes a lot of power, whatever. She opens this cupboard and there's like a bottle of, you know, 
some sort of it looks like Pepto Bismol or something. Yeah. And she's like, This is the last of my power. And I was like, <laughs> Wait, are you like turning yourself into just a regular person? Also, this girl you kind of hang out with can be the most popular girl in school. I gotta get this out of my house, y'all. These frog <laughs> people are freaking me out. I feel bad about myself all the time. You know, I just wake up in the middle of the night and I swear, hot. I can hear them screaming. And, and, Ghost frogs screaming. And child, let me tell you, the warts you'll get. <laughs> Oh, child, that's the bad part about being a witch. It don't come with no health insurance. <laughs> I've had to start calling part of my nether regions my toad chode. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. Toad chode. <laughs> <laughs> so she, like, helps her cast the spell and whatnot, and it's like... At what point does Satan get his due? That's what I kind of, you know, in most, like, witch or magic movies, it's like, right. oh, but if you go too far, something's going to happen, you know well, what I mean? Well, because that's the thing is, like, there's no bad guy in this movie. No. Like, you would think one of the things is it turns out Brenda or Glenda or whoever <laughs> yeah. turns out to be an evil witch. Sure. And then, you know what? Mm-hmm. Then you get what's awesome, which is a witch fight. Mm-hmm. Right. Spells getting cast back and forth you get across the, the dance. Or, or she does like a spell like to get like a, like a like a charming, you know, tall, dark and handsome guy to go to the dance with. Sure. Turns, and he turns out it's the Prince of Darkness. Exactly. <laughs> it's Alan Rickman as the devil. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Brenda. I'm so excited to be going to this dance with you. Isn't it fantastic? Oh, guess what? You're my bride now. Come with me down to hell. <laughs> Oh, my God. There you go. There's your third act. And then it's like, oh, child, don't go to the darkness. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. And then right? she's got to go into hell to save her. Right? And they're tying all sorts of shirts around her so she can go through the thing. And maybe the monster dirty kid can finally redeem himself in some way and help in this scheme. <laughs> oh, no. He stays in hell. He's like, you guys go. I'll distract him. But like, Timmy, you're going to be left in hell. He's like, I've been in hell already. Yeah. Come yeah. with me, Timmy. <laughs> finally. I'm free. <laughs> Last shot is Alan Rickman holding this kid's hand, oh, walking yeah. like towards the lake of fire. And the gate, like the gateway closes, yeah. and then it's just like a California suburban street. Right. Credits. And then, yeah, and then Johnny Depp's looking at an old book. <laughs> Man, the ninth gate. You want me to have a deep ass nap? Put that movie on. For some reason, I kind of liked it. Really? I, I actually, that's one of the most yeah. disappointing movies ever. Really? Is like, I love it. I love everything about it. The premise it. of that movie is awesome. And the first like hour and a half, but then there's no ending. It's just like, oh, that's it. Well, um, he has cr- like this crazy erotic sex, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then we see the Golden Dawn, as foretold by Alistair Crowley. <laughs> and it's not bad. <laughs> Well, that's, that, I mean, that was the question I thought about when you were talking about being Satan's bride, right? Because, sure. like, whatever, you're the bride of Satan. You're sure. not, like, Satan's slave. No. Or, you know, you, you're not sent to hell to be punished. You're married to Satan. You're doing pretty okay. You know, Ava yeah. Braun had it all right. Carmela Soprano did okay. For, for a few years. <laughs> Carmela Soprano did She did okay. okay. Both of them for yeah. a few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess... It, you know what? That's the thing with Satan. It's fine for a few years. I kind of want a, uh, if somebody's going to Photoshop, it's Alan Rickman falling off of uh, Nokotobi Plaza, but he's falling into hell. Like, that's the end of this movie. Oh, absolutely. Right. Yeah, oh, you got to throw God. him back in. 
Well, the thing about the devil falling back to hell is he's just like, oh, great, I'm going back home. Fine. Oh, no, you're one of them. <laughs> um, I don't know. So oh, can... wait. Wait a second. Here's the thing, because we're going to zoom right past it, and we can't. Because you know what you can't do, Steve? Oh. You can't top that. Oh. Top that the top that sequence mm-hmm. the infamous top that sequence I, I don't know if we could talk about like this I is mean, like talking about the view from everest you know what i mean like it's just <laughs> i think it speaks for itself maybe we should put a little sound clip in a lot of people will tell you that this is the worst song ever written a lot of people are wrong When I snap my fingers and these bodies say short, I am hot, and you're not. But if you want to hang with me, I'll give it one shot. Top that. Supersonic, idiotic, disconnected, not respected. Who would ever really want to go and top that? Such a waste of pretty face, but hanging in your nose face. I wish that you would take a look and really stop that. Oh, we'll yeah. Top Just top that. You can't top that. You can't top that or top cat. So she, it's it's Louise and Polly is her friend. Who's like her, her nebbish friend. And it's like, oh, I don't know. I'm nervous. Blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I'm talking. And she's talking about the lead rap guy. And she's like, oh, he's so cute and dreamy. And he's rapping. And Louise makes magic. So that she can rap against him. And it's just like the worst lip syncing you've ever seen. It's horrendously terrible. Because this guy, it's a, it's like a 20-year-old, like you said, white Italian dude. And he's got the voice of a 270-pound Dominican guy. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no way that's his voice. And it's, there's just his two buddies. They're all standing next to this convertible dancing like it's a goddamn Levi's commercial. You know what I mean? It's the same studio musician that sings uh, A Whole New World at the end of a lap. <laughs> I can show you the world. Yeah, that's a uh, not as great version of that song. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> but it's so stupid. And then what's like the song ends and she's just like in the worst delivered line of the 1980s. Yeah. Like she, they did the song and it's, she really... She really burned him good in that rap battle. And then she walks back over to Louise, who's holding their bikes, and they're standing there. And she goes, like, she puts her hands up in the air and then slams them down. And she's like, top that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Five seconds ago, she was rip-rapping all over the place, apparently. And she's like, yeah, top that. I mean, I think it's a thing where Louise was like, all right, I'll throw this idiot a bone. I'm not going to use... Like my grade A magic, so yeah, it's like a weak right. spell. And so like she had like a crush on this dude as well. Somehow this girl had a crush on this guy. Well, he's confident. He speaks his mind. <laughs> a pretty good looking dude. He's hot, and you're not. You know who yeah. these three dudes <laughs> look like? King, and you stink. Yeah. <laughs> you know well, who these three three guys look like when you go into like a hair salon and there's yes. that poster on the wall <laughs> yes. from the eighties where it's like you know you could get this haircut or this haircut. This is obviously when her friend is like, oh, you don't spend enough time with me. You're so popular now. Yeah. There's a popular montage, and the friend keeps, like, getting left behind, which, you know what? It's magic anyway. Just be like, and now my friend is the second most popular friend in school. Yeah, but you know what? Louise is a bad friend. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the thing. And I think also, she's just hanging out with Polly, Mm -hmm. because Polly's the only thing with a heartbeat that'll hang out with her in the first place. Yeah, it's true. But then it's weird, because, like, you see eventually Polly has found... Like other nerds, 
Yeah. So I'm like, where are these nerds? Why weren't they hanging out for the rest of the movie? It would have been a whole crew. <laughs> a whole nerd crew. Uh, so she gets popular. She's the most popular girl in school. I mean, it gets really stupid. There's, like, posters that just say Louise everywhere. <laughs> it's Louise mania. Like, what is <laughs> Everyone's dressing exactly like she does. Um, At this point, Brad is like, oh, you know, you're pretty cool. Hey, take a ride in my car real quick. Let's go to this abandoned house. This looks like the house from Last House on the Left. It is. <laughs> it's, it's the exact same house. And... She goes there and he like he's like ten steps ahead of her and she's like, Brad, what are you doing? And she finds his shoes at the bottom of the steps. She's like, that's weird. She goes up, she finds his shirt at the other part. And what's oh, amazing is yeah. like he keeps popping out and not saying anything. Like the way they cut this together is again, it's like a music video yeah. without a song behind yes. it. Yes. Because she's like, Brad. And like he turns a corner like mm. <laughs> And then like cut back to Louise and she follows him. Yeah. And then it's like shirt. Yeah. Run up the stairs. Also, she is the two of them are yeah. barefoot in this abandoned house. Ew. I hope you're up on your shots. You're stepping <laughs> on all sorts of nails. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about this whole time. I was like, I know they're going to get down to fucking, but all I can think about is tetanus. Well, tetanus spell maybe, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. They got, every, they got a spell for everything nowadays. <laughs> but the weird thing is in Teen Wolf... He doesn't fuck, right? It's just like it's like kissing. Oh, Teen no, Wolf he, Two, there's fucking. Oh, Teen Wolf Two, there's fucking. No, that, is there is there sex in Teen Wolf One? It's implied, right? <laughs> I mean, you got it. You got it. You got a wolf who's playing basketball. <laughs> Pretty popular. Yeah, that's a long basketball season too. A lot of road yeah. games. Mm-hmm. He's making some three pointers in the bedroom as well. You know? <laughs> but that's the thing. So they they start making out of the bed and like. She's feeling inside of his cut-off sleeve shirt. That's implied sex, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, but That's then a slam dunk. It gets so much better because, I mean, the saxophone is at 700%. The saxophone! <laughs> the- oh, shit, this is my favorite scene of the 1980s. The saxophone's out of control. What is the governor from Arkansas doing here? <laughs> Bar, I don't like that guy. That guy liked the teen witch a little too much. Bar, never trust a grown man that plays a saxophone. So, like, (laughs) so they are making out. And then it cuts. It's this extreme close-up of the two of them making out. And this guy who's on top is just putting his tongue in this girl's mouth. It's hard making out. It's a little uncomfortable. It's juicy. It's about (laughs) as juicy as it got in the 1980s. And then they cut to the outside of the house for a good long while. Mm -hmm. And you know what that means. Yep. I think at one point, like, they left the shot in, (laughs) but there was, like, in the original cut, there was just, like, a (laughs) of, like, the floorboards in this old house creaking due to sexual intercourse. The bullshit is the next scene that she's telling Madame Serena is, like, Madame Serena's like, ooh, you guys kissed? And I'm like, no, they did more than kiss Madame Serena. Yeah, but you know what? There's some things even Madame Serena doesn't need to know about, okay? (laughs) Also, now... Maybe I missed a detail. Wait, was he a frog before, or did you turn him into a frog afterwards? <laughs> Sometimes I'll find a perfectly good-looking man <laughs> that wants to have sex with me, but afterwards I just turn him into a frog. You know, another great thing is afterwards, if they start threatening to talk, child, I just turn him into a frog, because you know what? Very few people can speak frog. <laughs> now, this is a detail... I've, I've seen the this frog movie. speaking. No, I, I've seen this <laughs> twice now. 
it's the same point of confusion each time. But when she goes back to Madame Serena's after the most definite sexual intercourse. Yep, 100%. Madame Serena's, like the inside of her house yes. is completely different. There's all sorts of pastels. It looks like she's living in a Florida condo. <laughs> she's in Del Boca Vista, right? Well, she's been making money. Not you know, how witchcraft. <laughs> but that, but that's what I'm saying though. This whole, I mean, she's been Madame Serena for a long time. Right. She's been a witch for a long time. She's been able to make this money for a long time. It's not until the popularity spell does she do over her apartment to make it look like a Miami Cokehead's place? Oh, you know what? I've been selling all sorts of Louise Mania t-shirts. <laughs> I'm your styles, girlfriend. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's got to be something where she's or, making money right. off of Louise's popularity. Or they lost the location. They're shooting this later in the schedule, and they said, eh, fuck it. No, dude, I think that's exactly what it is. It's a completely <laughs> different set. It's so weird. And this is also, it's my favorite moment with this woman. It's and, so weird and stupid. But I feel like, and this is, a, I don't know if you guys think this way but i have a sneaking suspicion that at least for part of the shoot maybe not for the rest of her life did this woman go blind for a fashion uh, why because there is in this scene where she's like tell me all about the kissing and whatever like she has some big monologue to louise about like why it's good to be popular and whatever and she is just staring like she's not even looking at Louise giving this it's I mean she's not blind. No. She's clearly reading cue cards. <laughs> is what's happening. Like you can see her she's just looking at these cue cards. It's like fucking Bill Hader on SNL. <laughs> it's so obvious. It's unbelievable. It's an outrage. This is kind of the end of the movie, right? Like cuz this is like the last le- That's so she- it. There's this weird stupid business, very stupid business. Uh, Zelda uh Rubenstein? Yeah. Zelda Rubenstein was a little person, obviously. And, really? Um, yeah. I thought she was maybe like a Danny DeVito. No. I think she's like f- her. Borderline? Her IMDb thing said she was like 4'3. Yeah, she, oh, okay. she, she mentioned to... in, in her bio that she was the only one in her family that was a little person. Oh, and she, she well, like fought for okay. little person rights and all that stuff. Like, yeah. She, she was, like she a was bit, also a trailblazer. This is, uh, speaking of trailblazing, this is awesome. Little known Zelda Rubenstein fact. She was one of the first actors to be like a fucking AIDS advocate, Absolutely. like raising AIDS awareness, which is awesome. Oh, great bar. That little, that little <laughs> woman from the Poltergeist movies is talking shit about my policies. Oh, son of a bitch bar. That old lady we hired to get the ghost out of the West Wing is back. <laughs> this time talking about that gay disease bar. Get back here, Abraham. <laughs> Walk into the light, Abraham. <laughs> oh, oh, no, you keep this up. I'm going to have Kennedy keeping you up all night. <laughs> Mr. President, I don't want to raid on your parade. Era, I- did you just say panty raid? <laughs> Andrew Jackson's here, and he's mighty steamed at you. Oh, Andrew Jackson had no problem with fucking W's policies. HW. HW. Extra W's. Uh, so, but she, why I say she's a little person is she's sitting in a chair, and this is the weirdest part of the movie. Like, oh, it's so weird. It's, so, it's a bad visual gag. She's like, come here, child. Have a seat on my lap. And, like, she sits on her lap, and she's, like, so much bigger, and they both... Like share a laugh, and then she's like, "I'll sit on your lap. That's fine. I'm I'm only seventy one years old. This isn't infantilizing at all." But what's weird is, I think it's like 
they just had like a fun moment on yeah. the set and it made the movie because like <laughs> she sits in Zelda's lap and yeah. they're like <laughs> and then they get up and switch it around and I was like wait why would you switch it around it's fine <laughs> but they just they share this laugh that's like we're not supposed to be doing it this way oh my god and she's like the most important magic <laughs> Is being yourself. <laughs> and that's kind of it. Like, literally, she says, being yourself. The most important spell yes. is the spell you put on yourself. And the self esteem <laughs> spell. <laughs> Whenever I look in the mirror, I got to put another spell on. <laughs> Get through the fucking day. You're doing great, Eric. Spell. Era, <laughs> did someone say fucking day? <laughs> So then the dance happens. And the whole thing is, I got to see if Brad likes me for me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. If I, you know, not just because she hangs out with Leonardo, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody remembers the oh, lyrics of that song. Yes. And uh, <laughs> that song's famous for its lyrics of not knowing who Steve Buscemi is. <laughs> oh, right. I, I got, wait, what is, I know this song way too well. It's something like, and that guy from Fargo, I think his name is Steve. What song is that? I have no idea what song is Hey, it's it's called She Likes Me For Me. Wait, She Likes Me For Me. Yeah. Parentheses. Yeah, I was going to say there's a parentheses in Hey, there. Leonardo. Yes. And it's from later in the 90s than you'd think. Yes. But it is the most juiciest 90s oh, more. Wow. I thought I knew all the 90s hits. Go, oh. go, go home and find this song. I will. What I'll do you mean to. go home? As soon as we're off the air, we're putting that song on. Well, Definitely finish it up here. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, so she will guess, Brad like me if I take the necklace off and I'm powerless. But there's no dialogue anymore. Like the the, the third <laughs> act of this movie has no dialogue and is three and a half minutes. There's like, yeah, the the hilarious DJ yeah. that they have at this dance has some line. Man, I wish I wrote it down. It doesn't make any sense, but he's just like. All right, kids, let's get ready to get down on the uptown. And you're just like, wait, what the fuck did you say? But then the song starts and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And she walks into the dance floor and everybody's like, oh, my God, it's fucking Louise. Louise T-shirt's here. Who hey, Rod. Louise? <laughs> did someone say fucking Louise? <laughs> yes, I, please, I will get in line. I'm an unwanted poltergeist. You can't get rid of me. <laughs> oh, God. JFK's become a, 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 a suck. An in, is it an incubus or a succubus child? <laughs> I an, could never keep track. It'd be an incubus girl. I just deal with so many different demons. <laughs> I am uh, going to throw that old witch down the stairs. <laughs> She'll never get rid of me from beyond the grave. Oh, no, I'm trapped in this clown body. <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> So she takes this necklace. Even trapped in the body of a clown, I could still beg Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> oh, what's left of her holds up a skeleton. <laughs> So she rips this necklace off, this amulet, mm. uh, on the middle of the dance floor, and kicks it like across the room, and it lands at Zelda's feet, and she picks it up and looks at it and goes, <laughs> Which is kind of, I think that was the whole scam, right? Because the amulet had all the power, and she's like, oh, this is all I need to rule the world. Yeah, and so then, like, Brad comes up, and you're like, all right, so this is it. Either they're going to kiss, or he's going to, like, 
be like, could you get out of my way? Yeah. You know, or something like that. And of course they just start making out hardcore. Hard making out. The same way. Hard, hard making out. <laughs> Flashbacks to that last house on the left building. The saxophone kicks in, man. And oh, that's yeah. the end of the movie. There's nothing else. There's no third act to this movie. It's great. Absolutely nothing. There should have been a thing where it was like, that summer, or like the end of summer or sure. something like that. And it's like, oh, hey, uh, you know, hey, Louise, how about this? Your cousin Sarah's coming. She's getting ready to start her, you know, whatever, senior year of high school. I'm turning 16 in a few weeks. Wink. Yeah. Teen Witch 2. And I'll be here again as well. <laughs> the Prince of Darkness. <laughs> how does Alan Rickman never played the devil? That's fucking stupid. That is stupid. You let Al Pacino play the devil, but not Alan Rickman? God, dude, that is crazy. It doesn't make any sense. Now, uh, here's the big question, and I think I know the answer all around. Call it my witch's intuition. We getting a three-way recommend for this? Era, did someone say three-way? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think we are, right? Oh, we're, yeah. We're, easy, oh, 100%. Easy. easy. Oh, we're, yeah. We're getting in bed with each other on this one. <laughs> the movie couldn't top that. It couldn't top <laughs> Nothing, Nothing could top, top that. that. Yeah. What happened to that friend? She's dead somewhere? I think she stopped that, yeah. <laughs> she's dead. I, I feel like she's been in... Oh, no, no I, no, I meant the character. The rappers are at the dance, and she starts dancing with one of the rappers. Yeah, I mean, because she has this thing about, like, oh, nobody likes me, and then like, it's like, oh, I'll dance with this guy at the end of the movie. Who gives a shit? There's, <laughs> there's no, like, um, sorry, I've been terrible. No, yeah, she doesn't learn a lesson, or like, oh, it's not that Teen Wolf, like, oh, I gotta... You know, got to apologize to Fats and 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 Chubbs. Styles. Oh, Chubbs, excuse me. <laughs> Thinking of Minnesota Fats, <laughs> played by Jackie Gleason. No, yeah, like there's an apology scene in Teen Wolf. Yeah. Also, like I know Teen Wolf's thing is like a little abrupt, but at least they won the basketball game. Well, that's the funny thing is we talk shit about in Teen Wolf too. Like, oh my god, the sports plot just fucking drags the whole movie down, and it does. But at least it gives the movie structure. This movie's formless. Well, yeah. and, and that's the thing. Like with Teen Wolf two, you could have gone something else else with sports because it's college, so it's like it could have been fraternity wars, sure. something like that. That fucking play that she's supposed to be in goes nowhere. Yep. There's a scene where like she says break a leg, and the star of the show falls over a ladder and breaks her leg, and that's when Polly's like, "Geez, Louise, what did you push her?" <laughs> And I'm like, all right, so we're going to see Louise like in this play, right? There's one moment where Dick Sargent's just like, hey, honey, so I heard that you got the lead role in the school play by default. That's okay. Mm. But there's no, like, you need the scene of that play. Or, or make prom a big deal. Prom's always a good act, Exactly. Uh, yeah. Or the big dance. You this know is I mean? just like the harvest dance. Like, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, yeah, it's just like, <laughs> in the middle, she's like, yeah, I don't want to go with you. Brad invites her. She's like, oh, you don't want to go for me. And he's like, all right, talk to you later. And that's the <laughs> end of it. Yes, she's like, Brad, there are some things you don't know about me. Technically, my best friend is a 70-year-old woman who may or may not be having sex with frogs. Oh, no, she is. <laughs> That's Teen Witch from 1989, directed by Dorian Walker. If you want to get a hold of us, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. Check out all the other great shows on our network. Visit sideshownetwork.tv. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at WHM Podcast. And I'll say this because it's a, it's a couple weeks after it happened, but this is the first recording after it happened. But uh, thank you so much for all the nice, uh, happy 200 tweets. 
that's been a lot of fun uh, dealing with all that, all the praise. It's been pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get the show. We would greatly yeah, appreciate it. Very important. You know, you like the show. You might want to show it. Show that you like the show. Yeah, give us a rating on iTunes. It'd really help. It'd really help. We need this. <laughs> guys, we need a win. <laughs> <laughs> I need a win from you guys here. whmpodcast.spreadshirt.com. Check out our merch store. There's probably Secundus t-shirts. Probably going to get some new t-shirt designs it's pretty soon. It's about time. There, yeah, there's we're some gonna, stuff in the works. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to well, it. Sam, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it we've out. We've been a little too sandwichly possible. We, we understand, but yeah. we'll get there. Uh, so clue for next week's episode. Kevin Pop. Oh, man. Also known as, by his own admission, the littlest suspect. <laughs> what? That was his stand-up routine. <laughs> what? He did a, he did a, a shitty, like, fucking Showtime uh, stand-up routine, and it was... It was. He called himself the littlest suspect. That's what it's called. I, I can't wait for Benicio del Toro's the tallest suspect. <laughs> so until next week, when I'm done throwing up, I'm Andrew Jupin, Eric Siska, Steven Sadak. Take it easy. Pop that.